Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you think back to school, we've all conducted plenty of experiments during lab science. But have you ever put love to the test? I'm Sarah Wendell. I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we discuss all things love every week. I'm in love with Sarah. Yes. How good are you at ending conversations? Very. Are you? (laughs) I'm terrible at it. Will you teach me your secrets? I don't know how to end a single conversation. I'll talk to somebody forever. Okay. So this is probably the whitest thing I will say this week. (laughs) I saw a New Yorker cartoon once that was some dude saying, well, this conversation isn't going to end itself. (laughs) And because I talk to a lot of people Mm -hmm. in my family and my family circle who like a really good on-ramp to a conversation, even if the actual reason you're talking to them is one question and one answer, Mm -hmm. they love a real good long on-ramp and a real good off-ramp. And I have so little patience for that. I'm like, okay, yep, great. Thanks very much. We'll talk soon. Bye. 
Like, <laughs> I got to go. Or or I used to have a signal. Oh. When Adam got stuck on the phone, he would signal me and I'd be like, Adam, I really need your help. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, need, I need people like that. Like I need people yeah. to get me out of things because I, I've mentioned before I have ADHD and when I'm not interested in a conversation, I am in like physical pain. It hurts me to stand there and listen any further. And so, but I don't know how to get out of things politely. So when I was young, what I used to do, and it was very impolite, I would just be like, I'm done now. And I'd walk away. <laughs> and I, I was told that that was not an appropriate way to end any conversation with someone you want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was on a first date and the guy was like talking, oh, no. talking, talking. And it had been like three hours and I was <gasps> miserable, like ready to get out. And I got a flash flood warning on my phone. And so I looked at it and I was like, thank God. And I said, I have to go. It's going to flood. And I walked out. But that was the time that a flash flood warning saved my life. So yeah, I am I am not good at it, but I am trying to learn how to just gracefully be like, that was a lovely conversation. Goodbye. <laughs> it was so lovely to meet you. My favorite has always been the number of Southern women I know who said, well, I'm going to let you go. Oh, I do love. Yeah, that is very graceful. I think that I think the accent helps that, though, like where you can mm-hmm. be like, oh, oh that's, yeah. thank you for letting me go. <laughs> yeah, it's very graceful. Well, the asking when a conversation should end is harrowing. But then think about whether the other person wants the conversation to end. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's very hard to know what another person is thinking. And we are talking and thinking about this this week. We are discussing the Harvard study on this very subject. It is the 2021 Harvard study, Do Conversations End When People Want Them To? by Adam Mastroni, Daniel Gilbert, Gus Cooney, and Timothy Wilson. And during this experiment, the researchers paired up 252 strangers for 45-minute conversations and then spoke to them individually about their thoughts on the process. And the study found that only 2% of the conversations ended when both participants wanted to. So... Today, we are going to adapt this experiment for Lovestruck, which means we aren't running conversations, we're running dates. And today, we're actually running a date between a married couple who are very near and dear to our hearts and probably familiar to many of our listeners. Jen, who is our editor, fantastic editor and makes us sound wonderful. Hi, Jen. And her husband, Jesse. We are also welcoming Tess Brigham, who CNBC named the Millennial Therapist due to her 15 years of experience helping young people find their purpose and create confidence, and she's going to help us today. She is the author of Like Now, A Radically Practical Guide to Liking Your 20s, and is the creator of the True You Coaching Course Series. Her work has been featured in the New York Times, Forbes, and the Huffington Post. I mean, what a great, what a great person to help us facilitate this conversation today. Welcome, Tess. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You've been coined by CNBC as the millennial therapist. (laughs) Thank you. We need it. Um, Really appreciate that. And you have about 15 years of experience helping young people find their purpose and create confidence, which I love. Can you tell us a little bit more about your credentials and what you do? Sure. I am a licensed psychotherapist and I'm a board certified coach. So I, you know, I take both of these modalities and I mush them together to help my clients not only gain insight into why they're doing what they're doing, but also 
the great thing about coaching is it's about action, right? If you don't change things in your everyday life, day in, day out, nothing in your life is going to change. Mm-hmm. And today joining Tess, we also have Jen and Jesse. Jen is, of course, our fabulous editor who you hear in our credits. And of course, she and Jesse have already been on our show talking about their love story. So very excited to welcome them both back. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And Tess is going to basically run a little, uh, I don't want to call it a test, uh, <laughs> just, a, just a fun time here with Jen and Jesse. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and we're going to have them talk and Tess is going to jump in and, and we're going to see what happens. So Tess, would you like to take over? Sure. So Jen and Jesse are married. And can you tell me how long you've been married? Eight years. Long time. We've been together since high school. Oh, okay. (laughs) So unlike a first date, you both know a lot about each other already and have had millions of conversations. But we would like to just hear a very natural conversation between as natural as it can get between the two of you for the next 10, 15 minutes. And, you know, you can go back, you can pick whatever topic, but if you want to go back to a really happy memory or a memory of when the two of you first met, or even your first date. We'd love to hear it. I mean, the the first time we met, it was at our friend Hannah's house. But I feel like our real first date was the movies, when we went to go see Juno. Yeah, was that Christmas? Because you and Hannah went to see a movie every Christmas. Yeah. My, the biggest thing I remember from that, which you probably know exactly what it is, is when you were walking next to me and Mm -hmm. Jared was like trying to goad you into holding my hand. So he literally kicked you in your butt. I was so nervous. (laughs) And then you held my hand. (laughs) Yep. Oh, to be teens again, huh? (laughs) So I don't think I'll ever forget that. It was very cute. (laughs) But I mean, I was nervous too. I don't think I'd ever yeah. really been on a like regular date before that. Yeah. Had you? You'd been on like a semi date um, or something. Yeah, like once or twice like a like to see a movie and stuff, but like nothing yeah. serious. Yeah. And then it wasn't long after that that we decided to make it official, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> the same the same day I was going to ask you, you asked yeah. me. Naturally. Be me to yeah. it. I do like to control <laughs> the moment, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. fine. It takes the pressure off of me. And were you already driving at that point? I forget. Did you have a license when we met? Yeah, I must have because I was 17. Okay. Yeah, because I do remember you picking me up in the van. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. That like <laughs> you still talk to me. <laughs> I feel like the dash had this weird thing where it made like a clicking sound that I was like, eh, if he's not concerned about it, I guess I'm not. <laughs> was that the one that had a, that must have been the van that had a a little button for the horn because the, the oh, horn I was broken on the steering that. wheel? <laughs> I do because the one time I got pulled over in college, the cop was like, That's not gonna shoot missiles or something, is it? Because it was it was just a little button next to the steering wheel <laughs> wired in. I can like remember being out and like getting into the car for the first time with you and it just being like this is weird, but like in a good way. <laughs> I remember one of the times I left after, you know, we were hanging out there, you told me to drive safe and I was like, I feel like no one's ever oh. told me that. 
<laughs> like, I'd like to see you again. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I don't mean that in as sad a way as that sounds. But it was it was sweet. Yeah. I was like, oh, she she cares if I, you know, get in a car crash. <laughs> and die. Man, low bar for me, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> because the two of you have been together so long, do you go back and, and reminisce about these things? When something comes up or if like we're hanging out with yeah. friends and something about our past comes up. But mm. I don't think we've ever like made an effort to talk about it yeah are you you're both working at home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so you're you see each other all day every day yeah, yeah. so okay and we still like each other so. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing that you fought about was it that i this sounds awful was it that i sort of dismissed your religion and now we're gonna take a quick break but don't go anywhere because the story will continue Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease like many of us you might think identity theft will never happen to you but consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the u.s that's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of new york los angeles and chicago combined even worse identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Was it that I sort of dismissed your religion (laughs) It sounds so much worse than it is. <laughs> I think so. I feel like that's the actual last thing that we had. Like, I'm upset. Yeah, we don't really fight often. Yeah. Mm. It was like some show someone was talking about their thing, and I kind of dismissed it as silly. And then Jen said something like, oh, yeah, like yours is any less silly. Which, like, I get I get where she was coming from, but it did hurt at the time. I could have approached it a little better like mm-hmm. you know don't challenge others beliefs when yours can also be looked at the same way yeah. so i could tell he was upset but he didn't want to say anything right away i think that evening he was like you said this thing and it really bothered me and i was like didn't even cross my mind that that would be like problematic <laughs> but now but thinking back on it i was like <laughs> i see where you're coming from yes i probably should have approached that a little differently <laughs> not said the thing i was exactly thinking <laughs> so is that usually how stuff goes when something bothers you you yeah. don't react right away you think about it and then go back to the person yeah. that's pretty common yeah we have opposite styles i over communicate mm. and i want to i want to like talk it out when there's something going wrong and jesse mm-hmm. needs to like sit with himself and like observe within and then talk about it yeah like i need the time to be able to articulate we've gotten way better at it but overall we've always had pretty good communication too thankfully we're kind of a boring couple honestly but in the best (laughs) way (laughs) we always joke with our friends that we're one person (laughs) So I want to ask each of you individual questions. So let's start with Jen and Jesse's going to take his headphones off. So he's not part of this discussion. So Jen's answers don't influence Jesse in any way, shape or form. So, and these can be very quick on a scale of one to 10. How much did you enjoy the conversation? I would give it an eight. Okay. And with that same scale, how would you perceive Jesse enjoyed the conversation? Um, probably a seven. All right. So was there a point in the conversation where you felt like you were ready for the conversation to end? Um, no. And this probably comes from being in a very long term relationship. (laughs) But I could talk to him like all day. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea? What do you think Jesse wanted? Do you think that he wanted to keep the conversation going or stop it at any point? He probably would be done sooner than me because he mm-hmm. isn't as much of a talker. But I think if we were continuing to like reminisce, he would indulge me and enjoy it. All right. So we're going to switch it up. Jesse, come back. <laughs> Jen is taking off her. Okay. All right, Jesse. So very quickly, and you don't have to share whatever you'd like, but um, how much did you enjoy this conversation? Very, very much. Okay. I like talking to my wife. <laughs> That's why I married her. And then on a scale of one to 10, 
uh, 10 being the highest. How, how much did you enjoy the conversation? Nine. And how much, and the same scale, uh, how much do you think Jen enjoyed the conversation? 9.5. 9.5. Okay. So overall, how do you think the conversation went? Mostly good. I feel like we, we never are like given a prompt and just like told to start talking about it. So it was a little different for us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, once we knew what we were talking about, I think it went fine. Is there a point in the conversation where you felt like you were ready for the conversation to end? Only a little bit. Our, I feel like the the first date story, there's not like too much to it. So mm-hmm. so at, at the end of it, it was like, well, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> so after the first date conversation, the you feel like the conversation could end right there? Yeah, I think so. Okay. We, we, we covered... We covered what we needed to. Got it. Okay. So do you have any idea of when you think, if there was a point at which you think she wanted to end the conversation? Hmm. Probably not. I feel like she's more talkative than me in general. Like, I do more more of the listening and she does more of the talking. So I feel like she's happy coming up with new topics. Mm-hmm. So I think she was probably fine with it. Okay. Those are all the questions. Jen, come back. So um, obviously there's a reason why you've been together for 13 years. <laughs> I mean, you could hear it and see it very clearly. The like natural rhythm and flow of the way in which you communicate with each other. I think what's really important with couples is there's a lot of awareness, awareness of, you know, this is sort of, this is how she communicates. This is how he communicates. You know, this is, this is what I know, Jen, when you mentioned like, oh, he usually needs some time and space. That's, mm-hmm. that's the empathy, respecting your partner's way about like thinking. So even though maybe you want to talk about it right away, that maybe that's not always the best for the conversation. Yeah. So overall, you both, you both enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, you obviously want to keep talking to each other. <laughs> and you definitely say that Jen's the more talkative one and that maybe Jesse wanted to end it a little bit earlier than Jen would. <laughs> and the one to 10, I thought was really interesting because uh, Jen's numbers were in terms of how much she enjoyed it was eight and how much Jesse enjoyed it was seven. And Jesse's <laughs> was nine and then 9.5. Oh. <laughs> So well. <laughs> you weren't, it wasn't, they, one of you didn't say two. So, I mean, you're not, <laughs> you're not on this. <laughs> not that far off. We were both right that Jen probably enjoyed it more. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's, it's very, very interesting. And like I said before, it's obvious why the two of you have been together for a long time. And like, of course, I know that we're married, but it's always nice to hear that he wants to keep talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> This is fun. (laughs) So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Well, Tess, that was delightful. Thank you so much for facilitating that. They are so cute. Yes, they are. (laughs) So what what is your sort of general takeaway listening to them and, and asking them questions? What did you what did you take from that? Well, you know, you could see very clearly how natural they were finishing each other's sentences you know, laughing about the same things, these memories that they have that are set in their minds are very, very clear. The therapist in me, of course, had to ask about like, when do you fight? And how did, what does that Mm -hmm. look like? Because 
I could imagine that the two of them couldn't possibly be this happy. (laughs) This couldn't be every conversation in their lives. But you can see that they've both spent a lot of time and energy working on their communication skills because they met so early. They grew up together, right? You, You know, usually we don't have those kinds of tools at 16, 17, 18 years Mm -hmm. old. But uh, the fact that they're able to now as adults keep communicating and want to keep communicating. And I think any couple after the pandemic still want to talk to each other is always a good sign (laughs) that have been trapped in the house together. I met my fiance about a month before the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of our go to like if we could survive the pandemic and still yes. want to see each other. I think I think we're good because we only saw each other for so very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anything that su- like surprised you in there or when they, you know, any any feedback that they gave you that that might maybe threw you for a loop or anything like that? Yes. Hold tight. We'll be right back. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect purdue global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals these include associate bachelor's master's and doctoral degrees and certificates Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I think that what was really interesting is, is that he had this very firm memory of she told me to drive safely. And that this has been in his mind this entire time. And maybe he said that to her before. They've had this conversation before. But uh-huh. it's it's a very interesting thing because it sounds like it really encapsulates the relationship. And it encapsulates sort of like this, this person cared about me. No one had ever mm. asked that of me before. Empathy is such, it's the superhuman tool that everybody needs to cultivate and work on, which is really mm. learning how to be present with the other person and to be able to put yourself in their shoes for just a moment or two. You, you, just because you're putting yourself in someone else's shoes doesn't mean you're agreeing with them. So you yeah. saw that in the conversation, right? Jen had made a comment about his religion. And so, but she was able to go back to him when he approached her and say, you know what? I'm sorry. You're right. So even though they have these different ideas of religion and different belief systems when it comes to that, she could easily say, yeah, you're right. The way in which I dismissed you in that moment in time could be, I can imagine was very, very hurtful. She didn't agree with him. She's not, she's not, you know, converting. She's just simply being present and saying, you know what? I own that. You're right. I can see how that would bother you. And I think that that's the part that's really important because it's the couples have to really understand, you know, where the other person is coming from, why they may be feeling the way they can feel, why they're feeling what they're feeling. And even if maybe it's not how you would ever feel about it, it's the willingness to say, okay, let me give me a second. Let me really try to get and see that from your perspective. But I think it's interesting because they're this couple that's been together for a long time. You know, when you think about first dates, right? And you Mm. think about when you're going into a first date or when you're first meeting someone, you know nothing about them, right? It's all fresh. Like everything is fresh and new. And so with Jesse and Jen, you know, they, they went into this conversation understanding and knowing who the other person is. Yeah. And so what I tell people, especially my clients, when they're going to meet someone new or on a date, it's like, let go of, you've got to walk into this date thinking, I'm just going to have this really interesting conversation with this new person that I'm meeting. Mm-hmm. Every The people walk into date dating situations or cocktail parties or networking events. They walk into them with just this huge agenda or, or fears around like, no one's going to want to talk to me or mm-hmm. this person's going to be terrible or, oh, they're going to be great. They're going to be the love of my life. And the best way to walk into difficult conversations, new conversations, crucial conversations is taking a little time before you get there to be present, be present with yourself, be present and like, how am I feeling right now? Because that is what is going to help your conversational skills. It's what's going to help you listen better is to get present and really figure out I'm coming on this date. I don't know who this person is or if I'm going to like them or not, but I'm going to have a good conversation with this stranger 
there is no algorithm to know why two people are going to be right for each other, right? It's not until two mm-hmm. people get in the exact same room at the exact same time that yeah. that you know, is there some there there? I think that anybody, I mean, we can all have a really good conversation over the phone or via text with anybody. We all have at least, mm-hmm. if you're a certain age, you'll, you'll have at least an hour worth of material for your life, right? This is where I grew up. Yeah. This is where I went to college. These are my questions. Right. So people, a lot of times see that of, oh, we, you know, we grew up in the same way, or we're, you know, we both like dogs, or we both, you know, like to snowboard or whatever it is like, oh, we're so compatible. But it's not until you get into a room with someone and you feel something, there's got to be, there's got to be sparks, there's got to be something, or there's got to be at least the inkling of something of like, oh, this is really good. And you don't know that until you're in the same room with someone. Absolutely. I I thought it was interesting when you were, just to go back to Jen and Jesse for a minute, where you noted that Jesse likes to take a beat to talk Mm -hmm. about things. And I think that's true for a lot of relationships where you have like a mismatch where somebody wants to jump in right away and somebody needs like, okay, I need a day to process this Mm -hmm. and get away. How do you navigate that sort of situation? Like, what is a couple to do? Do they meet somewhere in the middle? Do they take a beat? Mm -hmm. Do they wait for the other, like the more hesitant partner? What's, what's the best approach? Yeah, I think a lot of it is the couple and their dynamics, but I do, I think that it's trying to, it's trying to find somewhere in the middle that satisfies both people. And maybe they're, you know, it's neither their first choice, but it's, it's a good in between state. The person who wants to talk about it right away, that, that person's a bit more anxious. And mm. what the other person who needs a beat, really, you just need to allow, you know, that anxious person needs some sort of level of reassurance that, mm. you know, I'm, I'm, you know, not harboring a grudge or, you know, I, so that just to understand a little bit of this is why I need to take this beat. You know, I'm not, I'm not angry at you or I'm not this or I'm not that. I just need to take it in and process it. So if you reassure the anxious one, you're going to be okay. You know, then that should help you create some distance. What happens usually is, is that the person who wants distance just runs in the opposite direction and doesn't Mm. stay long enough to explain themselves. And so I think that Jen mentioned this, that she's an over communicator and it, you know, an over communication is better than no communication. You know, someone telling you too many things is sometimes better than nothing. So Knowing what it is that the person wants ahead of time, just like everyone likes to have an agenda before a meeting, like people want to know what's going to happen before it's going to happen, because that's when our anxiety gets triggered. When we, when we don't have all the facts, our brains fill in the gaps. And because we're human beings and we're designed for survival, we tend to fill in the gaps with negativity, with fears, with the worst case scenario. Yeah, that's, that's a great larger takeaway, I think. What is your best piece of advice for somebody who's maybe going about to go out on their first date with someone? They're worried about the conversation flowing. What's your best number one piece of advice for them? Spend a little time before the date. I would, I I do think that people who are, who practice some sort of meditation Mm. or mindfulness, and I know people hear this constantly and I insert eye roll here, but it is really one of the best ways to learn how to not only manage your anxiety, but also to be present in the present moment. And 
the more that you can be present in the present moment, the more that you're going to enjoy the conversation. So I would say, you know, practice some mindfulness, be present, maybe listen to a meditation, and then remind yourself, this does not need to be the love of my life. This does not need to be life-changing that this, that I am meeting this new and interesting person. And my goal is to have a new, a, a interesting conversation with this stranger and whatever happens, happens. And Tess, where can people find you if they're looking for you on the internet? Sure. So just go to my website, www.tessbriggumcoaching.com. I have everything there, my services, what I do, and I have uh, programs and books and lots of different stuff. So just go to the website. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. And this oh, thank was you. Extremely educational and always, you know, a treat to have Jen and Jesse too. So thanks yes. to them. Yes. yes. Sarah, that was such an educational conversation and I could listen to Jen and Jesse forever. They are my favorite boring couple. One of my favorite foreign couples. I love walking down their memory lane. It is yeah, very scenic. So it is very sweet. comfortable. There's no insects. It's very lovely. So Let's walk down their memory lane anytime. Forever. And Tess was was fantastic as well and gave some great advice. So what is your love to go for our listeners today? Well, Tess said something that I never heard before. When you don't have all the facts, your brain fills in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Oh my, yes, does my brain do that? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. And when you're thinking about whether or not someone likes you or wants to keep talking to you and you don't know, mm-hmm. it's it's a big internal narrative that you're going to construct. Yes, they of do. Course. No, they don't. I don't know. Why don't I know? That's a lot. So yeah. Right. When you don't have all the facts, your brain fills in the gaps. Yep. 100%. Well, we would like to know what you're thinking. Please email us at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media if you have a love story to share or you want to talk to us. We would love to hear your memory lane. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily. If you would send us a review, we would absolutely love it. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. But until then, we wish you... A very conversational happily ever after.